and welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Jimmy Lemke. Hello, everybody. How's your Sunday morning going? Well, Sunday afternoon and some... Or, Actually, is it Sunday afternoon everywhere? No, oh, just well, here. And also, maybe whatever day of the week you happen to be listening to the podcast, too. So there, there is that, too. So Good point. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, of course, you can find on Twitter at PantherU, and you can you can follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at HorizonRT. And uh, Jimmy, um, you know, this is a pretty, uh, you know, as, as we've been kind of evolving in the podcast we've made as all of you know we've all we've made the move to horizonroundtable.com and so we we decided uh you know just having the podcast on there um you know was fine but we wanted to do some more so what we've gone ahead and done is we've actually uh we've actually we're actually bringing on writers for the for the site so in addition to the podcast obviously we're going to have uh, regular content, which is going to be great. Um, and today we are actually joined by three of those writers. Um, and most of them are going to be familiar to you because all of them have been on the show before. Um, some of the writers obviously weren't able to make it, uh, kind of new faces to us, but, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, we'll start off with, you know, we'll start off with Carrick Jones. Obviously you guys know who he is. So Carrick for, you know, Give everybody a little welcome and, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself that we didn't already know. Uh, yeah, excited to be here. Um, former uh, layout editor of the Varsity News at U of D. Uh, covered the men's team for four years, either on the radio or with the paper, um, from 2012 through 15, I think. Who raised last year? Uh, former good friend of uh, and friend of the program, uh, Carlton Brundage. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I I'm excited about what Mike Davis has with this team, and excited to get back on press row and Callahan, and uh, get everybody maybe some good uh, sound bits and and quotes from Davis and Davis Jr. And of course, and Jacaric, of course, you neglected to mention that you also wrote for me at the campus press box. I as did. Well, so yes. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's trying to forget himself. Fine. Hey, I thought you had. <laughs> hey, I, I thought it was a memorable experience. So I whatever, thought, dude. I had some good articles. I thought you did too. So, um, all I right. I actually liked his writing. There you go. Um, so up next we have uh, we have Mark Weems. Mark Weems, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, my name's Mark. Um, you know, I'm a, a Youngstown State proud penguin. Um, you know, I worked for the Jam Bar for uh, Godwood felt like a hundred years. Um, oh boy, at least three as their sports editor. Um, you know, obviously for basketball, I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, the women's team has always been pretty good, and maybe finally all of Jared Calhoun's uh, recruits will turn into a winning. Uh, basketball team this year, so that'll be exciting. I hope so. Uh, yes. Mostly just writing about uh, all the different sports, but mostly basketball, you know, covered uh, the last year of the almighty Jerry Slocum. Mm. Uh, uh, so that's, it'll be fun to see what Calhoun has in store and what he's really trying to build. You know, nobody really knows yet. Uh, everybody's still trying to figure out what the world's going on, and you know, I think everybody's kind of probably, probably will be surprised by what they'll be this year. I hope. <laughs> so. There's always a chance. There is indeed. There, there is, is a chance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then um, another familiar face to all of you, uh, familiar voice to all of you, considering he was just on like a couple months ago, uh, Kyle Craven. Yeah, hey. Um, hey, guys. I'm, I'm uh, Kyle from the Norse Report. Uh, that's NKU for all you guys who are still getting familiar with who we are. Um and uh, yeah, excited to be here. Um, really looking forward to the season. I don't. I'm not getting a lot of uh, love on the north side for this, but I, I don't think that we're going to be, um, you know, as good as we have been the last few years this year. Um, but but I do think that we're going to be an exciting team to watch. So I'm really excited to cover and talk about it. I thought you were saying that you weren't getting any love for coming onto our podcast. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, well. Confused. Well, no, no, no those no, people no. really don't like me. Someone's got to do it. So, yeah. you know. to, be, to be fair to the Northern Kentucky fans, Carrick, what, who does like you? That's wow, true. that yeah, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, how soon we, we forget? Actually, I'll tell you what, Bob. Bob, I'll tell you what. Should we pivot and talk about that just for a second? Not, I don't think I don't think Karen and I have actually gotten a chance to discuss that. Not yet. I wanted to actually. I I, I wanted to uh, give introduce all the rest of Do the writers to first, and then <laughs> I will. Okay, I guess so. All right. So, um, so. Uh, we have four other writers. Um, unfortunately, none of them were able to make it today. Uh, we have a Cleveland. We we actually do have a uh, we have a Cleveland State writer. It's not me. What? Shame, John Parker. Um, I'm getting to that, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Brianna Oldham is going to be our Cleveland State writer. Um, she is heading into her senior year at Cleveland State University. Um, she's studying journalism and promotion of communication and psychology. So. Um, She's also an active volunteer and music lover. She's big on family and positive vibes, which is awesome because I'm the opposite. I mean, on the positive vibes, at least. Uh, I'm big on family, too, dude. Come on. You guys. But full of laughs and lover of all things basketball, so she'll fit in right. Or she'll fit in well with this group. Um, also, is we got uh, who's going to be running, um, writing for Oakland. It's, it's going to be Michael Pierce. Uh, Michael is the is actually a journalism student at Oakland University. He's been, he is the sports editor at the Oakland Post, the student newspaper, and that's his second year as at his uh, in that position. So he's traveled to the Cintas Center, Little Caesars Arena, and Callahan Hall to cover the Golden Grizz, and who will continue to do that in his junior year, along with doing stuff for us. Despite being a student, he remains an objective critic of the team, and he looks forward to the challenge that this season will present for the team after all the team changed. He also loves the NBA and the NFL. He's a big fantasy football player, especially his favorite NFL team, the Pitts, especially since his favorite NFL team, the Pittsburgh Steelers are slowly decomposing. Okay. Um, so, so that's, that's Michael. That's Michael. Um, and then our IUPUI writer is Ryan Gregory. He is a, Senior sports major at IUPUI. He's he's covered uh, IUPUI men's and women's basketball, volleyball, and men's and women's so- soccer for the past three years at their student newspaper, uh, the Campus Citizen. And he's originally from Fort Wayne, which is too bad he can't make it because we're going to be talking about Fort Wayne this day, today. Um, and then, of course, finally is our... I want to call him our at-large writer because he's probably going to write about literally anything that strikes his fancy, which is just Jimmy, John Parker. Um, guy who probably it, it, who probably needs no introduction. He's been uh, he's been writing all over the place for years. He's wrote, written for Busting Brackets. Uh, he wrote for Campus Press Box uh, at one point in time, too, so we're really excited to have him uh, have him aboard as well. So um, And a college friend of mine. And a college friend of Jimmy's, too. There you go. We, we've gotten into trouble and hijinks. Nice. Oh, no. Wow! And see, this is why. See, this is why I'm 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 sad that you're that he's not wasn't able to join us because I'm sure you guys could have regaled us with with I would have enjoyed listening to some of those. We'll get them on. We've had we've had a podcast. pretty steady like amount of DMs for <laughs> you know since he graduated, which yeah. was not long after me. Yeah. Um, so sometime in the nineties. How old do you think I am? I'm, I'm Dude, messing with you. I'm older than he is, so God. Yeah. I'm um, 32, damn it. <laughs> so, um, so that's ever that's all the all of our uh so that's kind of our writer slate notice that we we are still looking for writers for milwaukee green bay uic and wright state so if you are any of you are interested in writing for us uh just visit the uh visit the website horizonroundtable.com i i I will i will say this as a a selling point to any any potential writers out there um the people who have written for us uh, at either a campus press box or in various horizon horizon league level, you know, yes. publications or something in the past, uh, or for anybody, people who've written for me at Panther U before, um, we've, we've been a pretty solid stepping stone for people mm-hmm. in co- when you're, when you're writing for your college newspaper, a lot of, t- you know, it's great for 
it's great when your college newspaper is printing and you see your name in print and you t- your par- you have something you can send your parents. But the downside is that there's usually 10 or 12 guys. Well, if it's, if it's a well-run paper, there's usually like 10 people who are writing for that paper in the sports section and you're spending a lot of time writing... Uh, you know, smaller sports, which is no problem. Yeah. And I think everybody should write smaller sports. I think any, everybody should oh, be able to write about, you know, gymnastics and swimming. And up at Green Bay, they should be able to write about, you know, Nordic skiing and all that. But basketball is the show. Yes. And not everybody was able to step into a situation like I was as a freshman and be able to cover men's basketball right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's 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 a show. It's it's the big deal, and not you're not always able to do it right away. But people have done it for us, and it's been a great stepping stone yeah. where you're able to kind of write what you're trying to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're less worried about getting articles that are, you know, recaps of the games that night, and and more. We want to we want to know the stories. We want to know the analysis. We want you to be able to dig deeper. And not just have, not just put out opinions in like columns, but be able to write features and you know grow as grow as journalists and writers, so that you know when it's time for you to graduate or time for you to move on or anything, you're able to find your voice, get a solid basis, and add to that clip file that you can send any prospective editors. Yeah who are looking for somebody who has the ability to do, you know, good work. So if, if that's something that interests you, yes, I have no problem hiring, you know, I have no problem bringing somebody. In. I don't want to say hiring. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have, the money. We don't have any money. We don't have any money. Available. But, but I, I, will, I will say this. If, I have no problem bringing in somebody to write for Milwaukee who is not a Milwaukee student. Um, I have, I shouldn't, we shouldn't have to damn no. it. Journalism school damn big enough as it is. Um, but I'm, I'm happy if, if you want to write about something else, or if you, if you're somebody out there who maybe wants to write about the horizon league at large, like, like John Parker is going to be doing, yep. uh, you're more, you're more than welcome to talk to Bob or myself. Um, at Twitter on Twitter at Bob McDonald or at Panther U or at Horizon RT or at Horizon RT. We're more than happy to you know have a conversation and see if there's somebody absolutely. else. I mean, obviously we've got some pretty good writers who are here to talk to you guys today. So absolutely, absolutely. Let's yes. uh, you know we're, if, you, if it's something you're considering, you know, feel free. Yes. to to approach us. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, that's a hell of a sales pitch, Jimmy. That's great. Well, I do sell cars. Well, so. yes. Uh, so I figured the sales guy should be. Yeah, I I suck at selling things. So there, there you go. <laughs> um, so maybe, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Um. So, yeah. So, so that's the pitch. I mean, you know, we're obviously Jimmy and I. You know, we're we're we we've you know given our background. Both of us are coming from a. You know, both of us have came from a college from you know. Our college newspapers. We've transitioned online. Um, Jimmy, way before me, obviously, which is funny because you know I'm older than all of you. Um, yeah, we didn't have we didn't have the internet back when I started school. At least not anything. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna get in my old guy voice. I'm not gonna do that right now. All right. So with that said, we're gonna go ahead and just kind of move on to to the subjects the subject matter. Um, but uh, because we we had some big news this week, um, we had some big news this week because um, Fort Wayne is now going to be a part of the the Horizon League now. Um, I can't really say that I'm necessarily surprised by the move. <laughs> They've been kind of telegraphing it for about a year now, um, so they're going to be coming on board uh, in 2020. So. Um, so I'll, I'll just uh, open it up to the group, and you know, what is what is your kind of assessment on this at this point in time? Cool. I mean, I, I, I they they're not anything exciting. They're they're not Belmont or no. when Northern Kentucky came in, or you know, like Murray State. But it's good for like the non basketball sports. 
That really is... solid soccer programs. Uh, you know, they got baseball. I think the baseball thing is probably the more important thing because obviously, you know, when IUPUI came in, they didn't have a baseball team. So, um, I... I'm going to say this about baseball. I, I think that we've been marching towards something for a few years mm-hmm. that we should just get over with and save both conferences. The Summit League also has a problem with membership that the Horizon League has, where they've only got like five teams. Huh. At the moment, you know, they, they've got five teams right now because they lo- they're losing Fort Wayne. So when we we had that problem when we lost Velpo out of the conference yeah. for a brief moment. Mm-hmm. And now they're having the problem too. So I, I realize that giving up an automatic qualifier to the NCAA tournament is something that people don't want to do. Yeah. But maybe, just maybe, we can keep in our back pocket the option of combining the baseball conference of the Summit Horizon League into one conference so we don't have to worry about, like, losing membership and not being able to field the conference anymore and not being able to get into the NCAA tournament. You know, as as somebody from a non-baseball school, because, you know, we bailed, you know, a long time ago, it's not... Yeah, you bitches. Hey, blame John Perry. I blame John... It's John Perry's fault. He's the one who decided that, you know... He's the one who decided baseball didn't want to be here. It didn't, you know, he didn't want baseball here anymore. So, um, I'm gonna blame John Perry for a bunch of shit for many, many years. So, yeah, that's I'm fine, good man. with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's when you have a situation, and I'm not even sure. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure even sure who the baseball schools in the Summit League are at this point in time, but. When you look at it, it's probably not. Uh, I mean, it's it, it, it's that's something that you know might be something they want to look into in the future. I don't know, but it seems to me that there there's a lot more in the way of there. That's I don't want to say it's that's incidental that that all that happened. Um, I think realistically, I think the the emphasis has been on basketball and I understand too that with this move um with this move to the Horizon League apparently there are going to be some um some upgrades yeah we heard this last time with IUPUI but again we're hearing the this uh, concept of you know kind of upgrading the upgrading the basketball program and as I understand it one of those moves is going to be, I guess, doubling the salary of John Kaufman, the basketball coach, you know, in anticipation of uh, moving over to the Horizon League. So, um, which is interesting. And I always find it interesting that even though for at least the last couple of years, probably it, it, it got a little better this year, but, you know, during kind of the really down years for the Horizon League, the Summit League was per, uh, their performance overall. Um, was a little better than the Horizon Leagues, which was obviously, you know, which is obviously disconcerting, should be disconcerting to everybody as a whole. But when you look at it, though, when you look at the salaries that are coming out of, you know, for the for the Summit League, they are, they're considerably less. I mean, how else do you explain Scott Nagy, you know, getting, you know, getting offered a whole lot more money to coach at Wright State than he was at South Dakota State. South Dakota State, which, let's face it, is a is a really, what has been a really excellent basketball program. Um, so I think that is, it, it's, it's funny because we've talked about how down the Horizon League has been over the years, but still it is for, you know, one reason or another, it's still kind of a, you know, it, it's still a desirable spot for, um, a, you know, a coach in maybe one of the lower conferences to go. So, yeah, as a as a fan of a team who lost their coach to a much much higher salary, I uh, I think that's a great move <laughs> to double his salary. Yeah, to keep him on board. Well, you know what's funny though, Kaufman's name was actually tied to the Cleveland State job at one point in time too. So. Um, he was. He was. I guess his name was being bantied about as a replacement for Dennis Felton. 
before obviously you know you know obviously he didn't take he you know he you know obviously he's not at Cleveland State anymore so he's at he's at Fort Wayne maybe this is one of the reasons why knowing that this was going to be a move for them this was going to be you know this is going to be an upgrade for them I don't know and maybe and and, and don't get me wrong you know you know John Kaufman you know John Kaufman has has done some you know pretty good things at Fort Wayne I think. I think a move to the Horizon League for Fort Wayne, as opposed to IUPUI, is a step in the right direction for them because you can see them because they haven't had a, they haven't had bad teams over the last few years. So it's not like you know, it's not like the situation with IUPUI where it's you know where where we're all scratching our heads wondering why they're here. Um, it makes a little bit more sense that Fort Wayne is coming in. Um, if for no other, and I, to me, I think it's more of a geographical thing. Um, I think um, we've we've gotten to the point now where the Horizon League has kind of solidified themselves as a Midwest mid-major conference. Um, probably, you know, not unlike a like you know, a, consider your consider it a non. I think they're trying to aspire to be kind of a non-football version of the MAC, even though over the, you know the MAC obviously is a has, has done has performed a lot better over the years. Uh, we should just call we should we should just call this the Rust Belt Conference. To Rust, be honest with pretty you, pretty much. You know what? Basically, oh, let's do it. The Rust Belt Conference. Yes. I mean, basically, we have every Rust Belt state but Pennsylvania, so we might as well. Go get Robert Morris. Aha! Uh-huh, yes, that's, I'm glad yeah. you brought Robert and Morris because that, that may be uh, Robert Morris, and that that's, that brings me to my next question. We've got 11 teams. Who's is there going to be a 12th one? Is well, a Robert- can I? Yeah, can I throw something by you, Bob? This sure. is something we mentioned yesterday on the recording of uh, the Norse Report podcast. Uh, there's a team that NKU went back and forth with uh, in our history at, at D2. Uh-huh. Um, it was our biggest rival. Now they're called Belt. Yep, Bellarmine University, and they Bellarmine. just went D one. Yes, and they're joining. They're joining the A Sun. So they are. Uh, that that's another interesting one. I th- I think personally, I, they have all Beller, Bellarmine like Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. They're they're in they're they're in Louisville, so it's not too 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 far from um, NKU. It wouldn't be like it's it's within the region. Yeah. Uh, and they've they've had tremendous Division two success. Yeah. So and they have. D1 I don't know. Yeah. They have what? You know, Sorry. They have D1 lacrosse. For, they do have D1 lacrosse. And we're bringing in IUPUI. It does, it, we're, we're not above bringing in new D2 teams anymore. Well, no. We're, just, we, we're not above it. We, we, we have, we have lowered we, as a conference. It's fine. Well, I don't think well, it's a bad idea. And that's what I was – and that was kind of my point on, on the, on the, uh, the Norse Report podcast was – you know, I think we got to get over the fact that like we're going to get a team like an SIU to come into the horizon because they're already in what I would say a better conference. Yeah, we got to start looking at like these uh, these these kind of high risk, high reward teams. Like NKU was a high risk, high reward team for oh, you yeah. guys. You was had, it a you high no- risk team? I mean, I, 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 well, I thought I thought I don't know about that. You guys had facilities better than most of the conference. Sure, you had sure. A, on, you on had paper. an enrollment that could support it. Listen, I didn't think that that was a hard deal at all. Okay, well, let me make the case for why it was, and I can't believe we're like arguing the opposite sides here. I'm arguing against NKU, but I'm just going to tell you, like, like why? It's like why we're in a I, parallel I, universe now. I, I know, right? But, sure. but, here, but, but but hear me out. Yes, we had the facilities. Yes, we had the infrastructure. Yes, we had the money and stuff like that. But at the time, we still had a D2 coach as our head coach. We still had. Uh, we had never finished better than fourth in the A Sun, which is a significantly worse conference yeah. than the Horizon at the time. Um, you know, we still had a bunch of D two players. Granted, all that can change over time, and, and it has. Uh, so I agree with you that like the infrastructure was there, but we hadn't like we we didn't have really a proven track record of success at D one level yet. It was kind of my thing, and and when we came up to D one from D two, we really didn't have a ton of D two success. Outside of like the early 2000s, yeah, um, Be- Bellarmine has been significantly more successful than us. In fact, in my first two years in college, we played them four times. It got our ass whooped every time. Mm-hmm. So that 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 that's kind of my point. I wasn't saying that NKU was a risk to the horizon necessarily, but but you guys definitely uh, didn't know for sure that you were getting a team that was going to win the conference. 
you know, or share of it three years in a row. Yeah. It was I guess kind of what I'd point. say is, I guess what I would say is I'm educated. You know, Bob and I are educated. Uh, back when back when Northern Kentucky was looked at as a possible school to add mm-hmm. to the conference. Um, in fact, back when we were about to add Oakland to this conference, yeah, that was. I was speaking. I was speaking with several chancellors and presidents at our universities, mm-hmm. and most of them recognized that after Oakland, Northern Kentucky was going to be the school. Yeah. So that was the, I mean, awesome. the NKU was on our radar. I mean, you, sure. you, we had to know there was a there's an article right, right around the move to Division One, where the president or chancellor I don't know which one you guys have at, at NKU at the time. It probably would have been Jeffrey Mearns, probably. Uh, actually, it he, actually, it was it was Votruba. Okay. So he gives an interview where he says he mentions that the horizon league is seen as a destination for them. Yeah. That this is where we want to be is at this level. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, as a fan of a horizon league program, that's not something that we're used to hearing. Never. No, it's nice to hear <laughs> ever. Like, we, kind of we, the way so, so it flipped a switch for a lot of us. Yeah. Because so I actually, everybody does treat this place like a way station. And yeah, now that the, now that the move is to IUPUI's home arena is happening. Now we're hearing Northern Kentucky fans, and obviously even Northern Kentucky as a university, start to you know show signs of being pissed off at LeBron, yeah, and maybe wanting to move on to the next one. I don't know if they're. I don't know if the MVC is willing to do it. I don't know if the A10 would be willing to do it, but maybe there's a spot to move up for NKU. But really, like. I, f- I feel like you guys have been very happy with your time in the Horizon League. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, from yeah. my pers- from my perspective, from my perspective, I I do say that um, pressure needs to be put. I think on the commissioner, just because of how the the whole um, conference tournament thing went down. But I've I've been pumping the brakes on that. I, I don't think it's as big of a deal as everyone says it is, because like at the very worst case scenario, if IUPUI makes it in there. Uh, into the top four. I'm not convinced that they're going to have more fans there than we will, to be honest I doubt. I, in fact, I doubt they will. No. Um, IUPUI is very much ju- a lot like Milwaukee in that it's a very large school with a very apathetic community that really doesn't give a flying fuck about it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I, if, if IUPUI were to get to the, get into the championship game, I would, I have no doubt in my mind that IUPUI would fill the Farmers Coliseum. I, I'm sure they would. But sure. I'm also sure that because La, that LaCroix is going to want to save enough face that they will make sure that there's enough tickets to sell to whoever else is going to be coming up for that game yeah. or coming down for that game. And, and that's well, the way I've, I've, yeah. uh, Sorry, I was just going to say, that, that's the way I've been pitching it to our fan base as much as I can is like, who gives a shit if it's in if it's in their home arena, this is what we wanted. We we had wanted Indianapolis for a while because that is an absolute level up for us. And no offense to Carrot, but just driving out to Detroit was not easy for us, especially on a week like weeknights. Nobody I mean, it's a, drive off. It's a I, seven. I can understand the, the not wanting to drive, but I, I don't think you're getting a better venue or destination. No, 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 no. That, that's not that, that's not the argument. I'm just saying. In terms I think it's of, a better venue. I, 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 I Little Caesars. I, well, you're you're thinking of Little Caesars Arena as a basketball arena in it's general. Not. I'm I'm thinking well as a as a as a sports arena in general. Yeah. I'm thinking of Little Caesars Arena as being about three times too big for the Horizon League championship. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I, I think and I look at the deal. Farmers and Coliseum like being villages, eight thousand seats is a great like place. Thing. But yeah. it's the nicest arena in the country, and you can't deny it. Sure. No, for, I'm, not, I'm not denying. I'm not denying. But you gotta remember, because you gotta admit though, too, the the whole point of having the Horizon League at Little Caesars Arena was kind of a dress rehearsal for literally the every other thing. Yeah, for the Big Ten, for a couple of rounds of the NCAA tournament, uh, mm-hmm. Frozen Four. 
that's what they were setting oh, yeah. us up for. They, you know, it was incidental that they, you know, did all that. You know, they yeah. they brought in the they brought in the Horizon League because obviously the Mac's not available because they've been in Cleveland since the beginning of the, the, time. the Horizon. Bringing the Horizon League tournament in was about yeah. a dress rehearsal exactly. and showing the Big Ten they can run a tournament. And they absolutely and that wasn't about. Us. And 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 I gotta say, having never been to Detroit, when I went up to uh, a year ago. It, it was way nicer downtown than I thought it was. So, I mean, that's not, I'm not hating on Detroit at all when I say that it's a better move for us to be an indie. I'm just simply saying that our fans can leave work at five o'clock on a, on a Monday, get to the game, and still get home in time to be at work the next day. Right. Like, yeah. with the game being an indie. That's, and that's a huge deal for us. And that's why, that's why I've been pitching to our fans that it is a level up for us because you know it's just logistically it's easier for us to get to it's the same for milwaukee yeah. i mean we, we i mean the, the detroit's a seven hour drive for us indianapolis is a four hour drive if things are going slow like yeah like it's yeah. it's not a uh it's not a hard drive especially once you no. get past chicago yeah. and it's just one straight shot all yeah. the way down to indianapolis like it's 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 great and when you think about indianapolis yeah, the you know banker's life feel Kinsico, whatever we want to call it. The, the 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 field house is is like the LCA, too big for the Horizon League tournament. Yeah, and, well, and and all with and Hinkle's team. not. We're not going to go play in Hinkle, right. obviously, because they're not going to let you. No Ouch. way. Even if they did let us, I wouldn't want to do it. As much as I love that building so much, I'm not going to do that. Because that's obviously a, you know, that would be that would look so bad for the Horizon League to be like, oh, we want to have any connection with Butler, we can't. So the 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 Farmers Coliseum is a great fit, a newly renovated, perfect yeah, size, centrally located. And, and Indianapolis is let's be let's be honest, Indianapolis is a town that is built for this kind of thing. Yeah. Now, I think the next question is, do you think Fort Wayne will get it after Indianapolis? Because no. Fort Wayne's got an awfully nice arena. Really? I mean, well, I, I hope I, I mean, hope for not. the Horizon League, it's nice. You talking about the War Memorial? Yeah. Really? It's big. It's like 13,000 seats. It's, it's nice, though. Everything they got in that parking lot there, they got it set up to be, a, you know, I mean, it's the only action in town. Well, I mean, that, that, that is true. I mean, something. Yeah. What? Else, yeah. What? Yeah. What exactly? Else, yeah. That. That is true. I mean, after all, what else is going on in Fort Wayne? Right. Not much. They got the. They got the Mad Ants NBA G League and the Tin Caps. There you <laughs> uh, go. The Tin Caps Minor League Baseball. There you go. <laughs> I. Yeah. I. Well, yeah. I mean, I get. I. I, I wouldn't be. I mean, I. I wouldn't. Nece- I, I'm not really necessarily against. You know, potentially getting a. You know, having the tournament move to Fort Wayne, but I mean, well, what about well, Chicago, let, let, why don't we uh, cross that bridge when we get to it? Really, I mean, honestly, yeah, we have we have so many. I don't know, we have so many better cities in this in this uh, conference than than Fort Wayne. I I get that it's centrally located, but if we're looking for central location, let's just keep it in Indy. I mean, yeah. or, or or like Carrick said, Chicago wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, and you don't. I'd be a big fan of Grand Rapids. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Rapids would be cool. Grand Rapids would now, and and I know Grand Rapids, if I'm not mistaken, actually did put in a bid for the tournament. I believe because they've got that, they've got the what is it, the DeVos Center up there? Well, they have two. They have Van Andel, which is connected to the DeVos Center, that's yeah. DeVos's yeah. own. Yeah. Then they have this little, like old hockey arena called the Deltaplex. Oh. Um, that you get a lot of rock concerts and hockey teams at. That's, I see. My little okay. brother lives there. It's it's all right. It's gotcha. not. It's probably not Horizon League tournament. Venue. Huh. But yeah, Van Andel would be nice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a minor league hockey arena. Yeah. They do all the big concerts there. I'm going to see Eric Church in October. There you go. Um, so it's, I mean, just for the things to do outside of basketball, that's yeah. probably the best venue you could get because they have all of the beer. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, and, and and again, you know, obviously, you yeah you, yeah. but then again, you know, for the next three years, it's in Indianapolis. But you know, we we know we know what Indianapolis we 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 all pretty much know what Indianapolis is about. So um, we'll spend the next three years trying to figure all that stuff out. 
Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. I honestly don't think they're moving. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they're moving out of. I, I think at, after this three-year deal, I don't think they're moving out of Indianapolis. I don't think. I don't think so. Can we? Can we talk that, about? Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. I, I was. What I, I was going to say before we wrap this up about Indianapolis. Let's let's be let's be at least a little bit honest here and realize that this isn't like this is IUP-wise on-campus arena. This is off campus. This is away from campus. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like you're set. You're descending everybody down upon IUPUI's campus, right. and there's thirty thousand students who are going to be crazy about the game. This yeah. is this is something that's away from campus. They're not going to care until a championship game, if, even if they do. Then, yeah, I don't look at it as being a home game for IUPUI and I honestly like if I would if we look back at IUPUI I I have some serious doubts about whether or not their home home record is that much better than their away record over the last 10 years and there's not even um, and there's not even a possible I mean and, and especially this year, I don't even really see it a po- see a possibility of them even making it to the final four. Honestly, give us their best player. Given the way, given given the yeah, cur- Cam, Cam Justice is no longer there. Yeah. So they're I mean they're in big big trouble. I mean they're going to be. I mean they're almost. Well, let's yeah. Let's yeah. be let's be fair in the the one the one year. We shouldn't be doing it on whether or not they can get there because yeah. if this is going to be a home for the Horizon League tournament for a long time, it doesn't matter what they're going to do this year. It matters yeah. what they can be in the next several years. Well, oh, and, yeah, and honestly, sure. I, I consider that a question mark too. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, let, let's be, if, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, you look at you look at how IUPUI set up, and it's like okay. They just lost Cam Justice. I mean, you know, they got a good, they got a couple of good kids. They got a couple of good players, but where does that go um, moving forward? Not to mention the fact, how is that going to affect, uh, how is that going to affect the coaching staff? Is Jason Gardner going to be around after next year? Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts for IUPUI that they have to address this year in order well, to get to it? a point. Where they're going to be, it? where we would have an argument about them being in in the top four teams. Because let's face it, as I see it right now, the way IUPUI is set up at the moment against the rest of the league, as in proportion to the rest of the league, I don't see them being in the top four. I don't no. see them being in the final four. Not with not with the the current makeup of the Horizon League as it stands right now. I just don't see it. What's so interesting about the way this tournament is set up is that if IUPUI in any in any of the next three years is able to get the three seed, for instance, they'll play four straight games in their home court. Isn't yeah. that interesting? But is it ever going to – I mean, uh, but again <laughs> yeah, are, are the they? likelihood yeah, of that is very low, though. I mean, maybe I they could do it one year. I, I could there, I could give them a possibility of having them do that one year, be able to do that one year. Maybe they have in-state competition now, so I guess well, we'll they see. Do indeed, um, but I, I just I just I mean just again just looking at the infrastructure of every other team in the Horizon League against IUPUI, I, I just don't see it. <laughs> I mean they've got they've got an uphill climb to make it out of the top, make it to the top half of the uh, top half of the conference at this point. Um, I think I think that's why I think honestly I think that's why our fans have been tempered down a little bit more on it to to bring this all back to the whole NKU leading the conference thing that all got charged up because obviously as you guys know Northern Kentucky put in a bid as well but to use Cincinnati yeah um, as like as like our general central location um, we were pissed because it didn't get accepted or whatever and everyone kind of lost their shit and I think what tempered it back a little bit is the realization that. And I'm just gonna say it. IUPUI is not that good, right? No. If it was, if 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 Wright State had won the bid, or if Oakland had won the bid, or something, you know, we would have been a lot more charged up, I think. Uh, and honestly, if NK, if Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati had won the bid, I would expect people to be upset about that because you know it's 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 a, it's an advantage to have it in your hometown. Uh, I would have been more bothered by it being it moving the tournament for the conference so far away from us yeah yeah like detroit is far enough as it is 
yep. moving moving it to NKU would have been uh, just a total pain. And I tried to explain that to our fans as well. I was like, look, you can't expect everyone to come way down. We're, we're the southernmost point of the conference. Like, yeah. we can't expect everyone to come down and see us. Like, we got to yeah. go beat them halfway. And that's the other the thing. South. In, yeah, Indy is – yeah, right, the deep south. In, Indy is um, the headquarters of the Horizon League. We can't – I mean, what, what, like, what do we expect, you know? So – I don't know. I just think everyone just needs to take a step back and get over it. That's I think a that the big, office, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that the big charge here is for the Horizon League to round it out and get one more team to come in. Yeah. That's like what they really need to do because right now as we sit, our travel partner stuff is all fucked up right now. Our, yep. Sorry for testing, sorry. Um, our, sorry, have you, have, you, have you listened to our show? We don't really care about cursing at this point. Good point. Yeah, Good point. Fuck. And, <laughs> Our, with that, our conference schedule is going to be an absolute shit show. Like, yeah. so we got we got to get somebody at now. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, no, that no, that that, that all makes sense. I mean, honestly, and I'm I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, uh, you guys probably can, as you guys have probably figured out, my the, what the tournament looks like for me is kind of the furthest thing from my mind at this point. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it shouldn't be. You're you're one one year one season removed from upsetting uh, NKU as the eight seed. So that's true. That's true. anything can happen in the Horizon League tournament. Well, this is very true. And now that all that, the teams, now that all the not... team, now that all the teams are back in, our one through ten are now back into the tournament. It wasn't um, that long ago that that wouldn't have been a real achievement for Cleveland State. So that is true. Yeah, true. You know, this, yeah, ten years ago that would not have been. Yeah. When you got. Ten, 10 years ago, while you guys were in D2, Cleveland State was whopping the shit out of teams in the NCAA tournament. So. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember. Hashtag, hashtag oh, North I, Cole. Hashtag yeah. Trey Lyles. Yep. That's right. Or not Trey Lyles. What was his name? Trey Lewis. Trey Lewis. Nah, no, that, that would have been Cedric Jackson in 2009. But, yeah, Trey Lewis would have been a little few. Dude, Jonathan Bullock. Jonathan Bullock. What yes. a what an awesome team, man! It was a great team. I know, I know. You guys, I make, really you wish, guys are making I really me, wish, you guys yeah. are making me, you know, a little wistful for the old days, especially considering how how things have just gone to, you know, how everything just got blown up in about a, in the course of about a month. But I will say this: I will say this. Dennis Gates not screwing around. Um, he he actually, yeah. I'm glad you guys brought that up because Dennis, you know, I, I still think. Cleveland State's got a really big uphill climb this year, but For I sure. think it's only going to be this year. Um, I mean, first of all, you know, he was Dennis Gates was able to get Jalen Hill, who was the second leading scorer on this team, and Spider Johnson. Both of them are back at Cleveland State now. They're out of the transfer portal. They're coming back to Cleveland State. Thank God somebody did. Tyree then, Appleby. Tyree Appleby is still going to Florida. <laughs> Tyree Appleby is still in Florida. Rasheem Dunn just uh, just decided to go to uh, is is now at St. John's, and obviously Rashad Williams is in Oakland. Um, so, but yeah, that wasn't like a transfer transfer. Isn't somebody sick or something? I believe so. Yes. So Which, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't really understand how you can live in Wayne, Michigan, or Detroit, wherever he lives. Because let's be honest, no one that goes to Wayne Memorial lives in Wayne, um, and something that's 45 to 50 minutes away mm-hmm. apply for the exemption. You should have had to go to U of D or Wayne state, but, or he, actually if he's from Wayne, they should have made him go to Eastern cause it's right next door. Well, I have no idea what happened, but you know, needless to say there's it. it yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that'll be the subject of, of another show. I'm sure. Um, or I'm sure we've talked about it a couple of times, but, but hey, well, I'm I'm just happy that Cleveland State's going to be able to field a team next year. <laughs> just just the way everything started out at the beginning of in the middle of July, I was really thinking we were going to be pulling kids out of the rec center to you know, <laughs> slap it on a jersey and say, "Here, go, go, um, go." defend these guys who have been, you know, playing since the beginning, you know, playing on, you know, competitive John, teams. John was going to be playing. You'd have, you'd have Pronkville, John Oh, Dana stop playing it. <laughs> stop it. Basketball. 
Could you imagine him out there with like the headband and wristbands? (laughs) Oh man, yeah, no, no, I, 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 no. Super (laughs) fur. I would pay so much money to see that. Oh, God. yeah, I'm telling you, it's a, it's an attraction. I don't know why people don't like think that that's because this people be like funny. That's because people like watching a train wreck. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Bob is uh, is Brandon Longemeyer still at Cleveland State? He is indeed. Oh, he could sell the heck out of that. Oh, I'm sure he will. Brandon would have had a field day with that one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, well, he's gonna have to come up with some better ideas because uh, he's on the clock too now. Now that he oh, has an actual, bad. now that he has an actual boss who cares. I like him a lot. Yeah. He was good when he was at U of D. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a whole new ball. Yeah, it's a whole new ball game at Cleveland State. I mean, yeah, they got they got they got like they signed like four or five guys already. You know, wow. I know. Seriously, they got uh, they got two uh, JUCO guards, uh, kid named Tyrese Potoma out of Laramie County in uh, in Wyoming, and then they got a kid out of uh, Georgia, and I can't even make his, his kid's name is Trey Go Million. So I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to him to uh, him playing too. And then um, it looks like they got a kid out of Portugal. They just signed him. Um, he, they just, he, it sounds like he just got signed like last. Uh, he announced his signing like last night or something, um, Saturday night. And then who else? And they also had another kid. Um, yeah, there, another kid, Dalen Williams. Yeah, there's like four. These like signed like five guys in the last week. Hugo Ferreira is the kid from Portugal, by the way. Well, you only had two guys, and you need twelve. Three. So. We had three. We had we had Cash Thomas, Al Eichelberger, and Tory Patton. None of them were going anywhere. Hey, Eichelberger, you know, back out of high school was supposed to like go to Duke. So. Uh, he ended up at DePaul and then transferred to Cleveland State. So. Wait, Wait, Bob, you guys had you guys had three rostered players. We had three, three rostered athletes. players. Yeah, we had three scholarship athletes. Yes, we did. Oh my god, I thought NKU was in a bad spot. Jesus. Better. Yeah, but. I can't. But but again, let's not again. And this is in. We had three people, and then two guys from the transfer portal: Jalen Hill and um, Spider Johnson. They're back, so we got five scholarship athletes from last year, and then we signed like five more. So we've got like ten guys on the team right now. Um, that's not counting. Um, that's not counting Justin Hill, who signed was like one of the last signees of the Dennis Felton era. Uh, I don't know. He did say he was recommitted to Cleveland State. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what's going on with him. I guess we'll find out this week. And then everybody else is in the transfer portal who may or may not come back, which include which includes up to, includes um, Steph Kenich, uh, Debaji Walker, who I'm not sure is probably going to come back. Seth Milner, who's as I understand it, is definitely not coming back. Um, God, who else? Uh, the the grad transfer, Jalen Williams. I don't think he's coming back. But where uh, are they going to go? Because there well, can't be that many D one schools with. I have no idea. I have Stop. no idea. <laughs> Watch got... Milner end up at like Davenport or. Harvard. I mean, school starts. School starts in a week. Yeah. Right. Holy crap! Really? Really? I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. Well, clock's ticking. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's the eleven. Oh my god. Yep. So, yeah, it is. I know. What time flies? Summer is cars. summer is going far, far that's away. What, that's what we were trying to figure out because we had a we had an open an open scholarship on on our roster, uh, and so I was like, you know what, guys? Like, I posted this on our on our fan page. I was like, we have a week and a, a week and a half basically till classes in session. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with this open scholarship? And I posted like all these different options. One of them was um, like like give it just just give it to a walk on basically, yeah. and that that option got like a lot of responses, and I was kind of surprised. And people were in the comments saying, "Dude, school starts in like ten days. Like, who do we think we're gonna get?" Well, the next day we end up signing somebody. So yeah, that's true. Uh, you think you have a lot of scholarships open? According to the people who went to the golf outing, we have three because Junior and Calipari Junior. And uh, Dwayne Rose's nephew all are paid for by someone else. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's what Davis makes sense. Uh, but, you know. Okay. So they, have, they still have three scholarship spots left, even though they got all these. Okay. Fair enough. And he plans on we... signing three people. 
Is Mercy eligible for the tournament next year? I, I um, saw something that they so, weren't, but I, I thought y'all were going to appeal it. Well, yeah. So we are right now. What they have to do is wait until uh, Jermaine Jackson Jr. and uh, Jack Ballantyne officially enroll at LIU. And once they're officially like announced and on the roster and there, then we can appeal and it should be pretty easy because they, they tanked their APR on purpose. Okay, okay, so they I, had I, I'm not legally saying that because I don't want Jermaine Jackson Sr. to sue me. However, they did both take a year off of school, and that just somehow tanked our APR. So if you're listening to this, Jermaine, no, I did not say that. You did not do that willingly. However, those two gentlemen did happen to take a sabbatical. Which then tanked her APR. Which, ironically, we actually okay. said that. We said that last episode, so you're, you're, you're in the clear there, Carrick. <laughs> yeah, but his people know where I live. Oh, well, I don't know what to tell you on that one, man. <laughs> he used to live down the street from me. I don't mess around with Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine well. is like, uh, you know that Jim Croce song, Don't Mess With Jim? Oh. He's Jim. Oh, he's Jim. Okay. Great. I thought I was Jim. Well, I thought you were Jim, too. I feel like the decision, I feel like... Uh, Carrick, I feel like the decision on that is gonna is gonna completely swing the horizon. Like if if they decide to keep them ineligible, I could see Detroit saying like "fuck it" and just not really playing that well all season. But if they get eligible for the tournament, I could see them being one of the better. Yeah, I, I guess they're waiting on that to decide what they do with Justin Miller, the transfer from Louisiana. Um, he's, he's pretty good, I guess. He's like a big stretch three four guy. They got a, a really weird, interesting roster. They have no post at all. They have Welcome Curry to and the club. a lot of like swing guys that shoot threes, and this guy from Belgium that apparently is really, really good. So, and there's a mystery seven footer apparently. Ooh, mystery seven footer. All right. Oh, oh good. It's Jason Bennett. Since he's... <laughs> <laughs> what? My freshman year, I walked into the learning center to take a test. And they had him up on a chair screwing in light bulbs because he didn't want to do his work, so they were going to put him to work. Oh, fun. <laughs> fun. All right. It's like, so- like, 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 like the team was putting him to work? Or like- no, the people in the learning center were like, okay, you don't want to study. That's fine. We need these light bulbs changed. <laughs> what? I really hope those uh, light bulbs were perfectly fine too. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> how many how many seven footers does it take to change a light bulb? Wait for it. <laughs> how I don't know. No punchline. How many? <laughs> One. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that sad yeah, trombone. All right. So with that sad trombone, we're gonna we're gonna close out the we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap everything up, uh, gentlemen. Um. Mark, Carrick, Kyle, thank you guys for joining us, um, folks. Um, you know, look, I, we look forward to you know, seeing what you have to bring to bring to the uh, bring to the table for the site. Um, looking forward to your insight. Awesome, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Can't wait. Thanks for having us. Yep, no problem. And of course, sure. you can always find episodes of the podcast on the, uh, again on the site. HorizonRoundtable.com, which will be populated with other content soon. Um, you can also find us uh, wherever you can find uh, wherever you find podcasts, and of course you could um, you can access the the podcast on your Amazon or Google uh, devices. And with that, thank you everybody for listening.